Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 12, 2020. And guess what? It's a Friday morning, and I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong. I trust that you've been enjoying this series. This is Faith and Patience, the Wonder Twins, part 42 of the series. And the title of today's message is, You Are the Answer. Look at me. I'm talking to you. You, you are the answer. God will give you the answers so that you can be the answer to the problems of this present age. God is raising you up for such a time as this. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. You are the answer. All right, let's get into it. So James 1, 2 through 4, the Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties. You know what? You should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can, for you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up within you the power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger and stronger and stronger, it releases perfection or maturity into every area, every aspect of your life until the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. And that's what we all want to get to. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says that there is a time, there is a season for everything, and everything is going to happen in your life at just the right time. And then uh, Genesis 41 verses 53 to 55 from the easy to read version, the Bible says for seven years, people had all the food that they wanted. But then those seven years ended. Then seven years of hunger, famine began. Just as Joseph said, I mean, it happened just like he said, and no food grew anywhere in any of the countries, not just Egypt, but all of the surrounding area, nobody had food anywhere. But in Egypt, they had plenty of food. Why? Because Joseph had stored up the grain. Why? Because God had revealed it to him. Why? Because God had given them the answers. Why? Because now they were prepared. They had an advantage. So in verse 55, the Bible says, when the famine came, the people cried out for food to Pharaoh. And they said, Pharaoh, we're hungry. What are we going to do? And when they cried out to Pharaoh, you know what Pharaoh said? Pharaoh said, hey, Go ask Joseph what to do. Why? Because he's the man with all the answers. Man, I'm telling you, go ask. This is what God is going to do for you. God will raise you up to where people go to the, the leader of your organization asking questions like, go see him. He's the one with all the answers. Go see her. She's the one with all the answers. God will make you the answer. So what does this mean to you today? I have, I think, three things. Yeah, I have three things to share with you on this Friday morning as we close out the week. And as I give you these three things, I want you to right now, rid yourself of all distractions, lean in, open up your heart to receive three things. Number one, here we go. God's timing is always perfect. Now, I, I have to slide in this timing component because this is a series about faith and patience. And let me talk about both today. And so if you have been following this series, you know that Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 that we read every day says there's a time, there's a season for everything uh, in the earth, and everything is going to happen in, in your life at just the right time. And so as much as Joseph didn't like staying in prison all those years, if it had happened earlier, right, if the butler would have brought up his name or if he would have went to Pharaoh earlier, it was just not the right time. He, he stood before the king at just the right time. Joseph was where he was supposed to be when he was supposed to be there. God knew that the famine was coming. And so God had to make a way for Joseph to stand before the king right when the, the king had the dreams about the famine, right before the famine was coming. So everything happened at just the right time. The thing that you were waiting on, maybe you think that you're being delayed, 
Like in your mind, you're like, oh, this is taking too long. But I'm telling you that it's going to happen at just the right time. God is working even when you don't know that he's working. Even when Joseph was in the prison, God was working. God is always working. And God is working on your behalf. And he is moving pieces around the chessboard. And I'm telling you that it's going to happen at just the right time. And when it finally happens, you're going to be able to look back and say, you know what? I'm glad it didn't happen before. It didn't happen when I wanted it to happen because it happened when it was supposed to happen. It is going to happen at just the right right time. And, and so what God is doing is he's lining up things for you, just like he did for Joseph. All the stars had to align for Joseph. There's some external things that have to line up. There's some people that have to get in place. There's some situations that have to kind of, you know, so, some things that have to run their course. All of these things have to happen for God to open up the door for you to walk into your destiny. And I'm telling you that at just the right time, there will be a door open for you that no man can close. At just the right time, you will walk in that favor. The favor of God will go before you like a shield and he will move upon the hearts of people and God will raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. And it is going to happen at just the right time, just like it did for Joseph. And I'm telling you, and I'm preaching to myself, by the way, because I'm waiting on some stuff and I'm preaching to myself. And I'm saying that greater is coming for me. Greater is coming for you. Get ready for the greater. You got it? All right. Number two, man, I feel like preaching this morning. God has been to your future. And he reveals it to you in glimpses. Let me say that again. God has already been to your future. And what God does is that he reveals it to you, not all at once, but he gives it to you in glimpses. He gives it to you in glimpses, right? And so God is capable of giving you divine insight concerning the things to come. Why? Because he's already been there. It's not like God has to wait to Tuesday to find out what's going to happen on Tuesday. So God has already been to your future. He's already seen it play out before him like a movie. And so what God does now is when he comes to you is he's looking for what he saw. He's looking for history or his story to repeat itself in your life. So while it is future to you, it is past to him. So when God says something, it's already done. Now, let me explain something about revelation that is absolutely critical. I'm going to try to explain this the easiest way that I can. Um, let's say, let's picture a, magi a magician for a minute, right? Can you picture a magician? So there's a magician on the stage and behind the magician, there's a curtain and behind the curtain, there's some stuff, right? Let's say that there's an object behind the curtain and we can't see the object behind the curtain, but it's there, but we can't see it, but it's there, but we can't see it because it is concealed behind the curtain, right? Got it. So now let's say that the magician reaches the curtain and peels the curtain back. And as the magician peels the curtain back, you're able to see what's there. Now, it wasn't that when the magician peeled the curtain back, he made it appear. It was already there. So what happens is all the magician is doing is peeling back the curtain so you can see what is already there. I'm telling you. Okay, you got it? So when God reveals something to you, he is pulling back the veil. When God reveals something to you about your future, it's not something that might happen. It's not something that may happen. And that's something that I wish, you know, I'm hoping and a wishing. And no, 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 stop. He's already been to your future. For him, is past tense. For him, it already happened. For him, it's already done. God is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he will make it good. He is incapable of lying. So when he pulls back the veil, he's showing you what's already there. It's not something that's going to happen. For him, it's already there. He's already seen it. For you, it's just a matter of, of time. He's in eternity. And in eternity, he sees everything. But you are not in eternity. You are in time. And so you and I, we 
live within the continuum of time. And so we have to wait for things to line up so that it can manifest. But God already showed it to us and it's already done and it's already there. For him, it is past tense. For us, it's only a matter of time. You got it? Now, let me explain what this means to Joseph. I'm teaching about faith. Now, I, I can't hear you guys, but I would like to say that I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. Listen, uh, uh, let's tie this to Joseph and let's tie this to us on this Friday morning. God will reveal to you what he has already prepared for you. And, and he's already seen it kind of like play out in a movie. So for him, it's already done. And for you and I who are living in time, it's something that hasn't happened yet. And it will not happen until the right time, right? So if God revealed everything to you, this is why God doesn't give you everything. If God revealed everything to you, if he gave you all the answers, you wouldn't need faith. You wouldn't rely on him at all. So what God does is that he reveals glimpses. He gives you glimpses. And so he doesn't give you all the answers. He gives you portions. And then what he does is through the Holy Spirit, he will give you the rest as you go. You got it? So, so God puts you in a position at that point where he gives you glimpses of your future. This puts you in a position to do two things. Number one, you must have the faith to believe what God revealed. Now, when God gives you a glimpse, you got to have the faith to believe that, hey, that's true. God peeled it back. It's already done. It's already, it's not something that's going to happen. It's something that already happened. It's already done. I believe it. So that puts you in position to believe it. And then number two, it puts you in a position to operate by faith, to make decisions today based on what God revealed to you about your tomorrow. Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do. Faith is a seed that you sow based on what God revealed to you about your tomorrow. So knowing that, listen, I am doing whatever I have to do now based on what God revealed to me about my tomorrow, that is the life of faith. And when you walk in this type of revelation, right? Watch this. You have an advantage. You have an advantage over the people that don't have the Holy Spirit. You have an advantage over the people that don't have divine revelation from God. The revelation put Joseph in an advantage. The, the revelation put Egypt in an advantage. So, so during the seven years of famine, when nobody else knew that the famine was coming, nobody else was prepared. But Egypt was prepared because God revealed it to Joseph. And you will be prepared because God will reveal it to you. And God will show you things. This is the life of faith. You got it? All right, number three. Number three, when you walk in divine wisdom, last point for this week, when you walk in divine wisdom, you become indispensable. We, we serve a God that will raise you up and he will make you indispensable in your organization. When Pharaoh did not know what the dreams meant, he asked Joseph. Joseph got the insight, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding from God. Joseph gave the answers to the king because God gave the answers to him, right? And as a result, Joseph got promoted. Now, when the seven years of plenty were over and the famine started, just like Joseph said it would, just like God revealed, Joseph knew, it wasn't like Joseph was surprised. He was fully confident. He was fully persuaded that what God said was going to come to pass in the fullness of time. For him, it was already done, right? And so when, the, when that time came and no one else had food, Egypt was prepared. No one else in the surrounding area had food. Egypt was prepared and they had the advantage. Now, here's my point as I close. When people came to Pharaoh, to the king, crying for food, oh, Mr. King, what are we going to do now? The king was like, Psh, don't look at me. Go ask Joseph what to do. He said, look I, look, I didn't know that this was coming. The guy with all the answers is Joseph. Joseph got promoted from prisoner to prime minister. And one day 
because God gave him the answers and God will give you the answers. Joseph was indispensable in Egypt and God will make you indispensable in your organizations. Here's some final takeaways as we close. Be patient. Look at me. Look at me. Be patient. Be patient. What you are going through is actually preparing you for your assignment. The experiences that, you're, that you are going through today is preparing you for your tomorrow, is preparing you to walk in the fullness of your anointing. Because if Joseph had skipped anything along the way, he would not have been ready. Joseph would not have given up his path for anything, even though it was painful. But he needed all of that. And what you're going through, you need that as well. Remember, God is not punishing you. He's preparing you. God is not punishing you. He's processing you. And when that time comes, when the fullness of time comes, you are going to walk in the fullness of your assignment and God will make you indispensable to your organization. When people go to your boss, they're going to point that person, he or she will point them right back to you. Why? Because you have the answers. Why? Because God will give them to you. Why? Because God is... God has called you and sent you to this planet for such a time as this. He will raise you up. You are the answer to the problems of this present age. You are the answer. You got to believe that. You got it? All right, so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I am the answer because you have given me the answers. So you reveal to me what I need to know when I need to know it. This enables me to walk in supernatural wisdom. This also gives me and my organization an advantage over our competitors. When people come looking for answers to hard problems, they are sent to me <laughs> because you have made me the answer to the challenges of this present age, I am indispensable to my organization, and I declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. I know it's Friday. I know you're not going to get another one till Monday. Check it out. Watch this again over the weekend. This is a message that, that you need that's going to build you up. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. And it's Friday. So on Fridays, I like to let you know we have a YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena. Subscribe to the channel. If you're watching on YouTube right now, click the like button and subscribe to the channel. We have Facebook. Obviously, a lot of you are watching on Facebook right now. We have a website, Rick. Uh, ripministries.org. That's our ministry website. And todaysword.org. Uh, that's the, the blog, this Today's Words website. We also have a podcast. Go to iTunes and where search for Rick Pena or Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries. We have an app in every app store. Listen, go into this day. Everything we offer, we offer for free. And we ask you to just simply partner with us in ministry so we can make a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. I release you to go into this weekend. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends, and head into this day knowing that you are the answer to the challenges of this present age. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you.